Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of the Starkville Daily News, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. We are so glad that you have joined us. Here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from, we appreciate you guys tuning in and showing up for us every single day. I want to thank our servicemen and women out there taking care of us across the world and thank our medical personnel thank, taking care of us here at home. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Churn and Spoon going to be back sooner than you know. I can feel it in my bones. I, can, I have a sixth sense for ice cream. I can sense it from a mile away. And there's something I, I, I see ice cream. Six cents. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah. The kid it was a kid who said it, not a not a child molester. I don't know what that voice was you just <laughs> broke out. Hey Joel. Let's <laughs> calm down over there, sir. Uh anyway. But that said, while they're while we're waiting on them to come back, be sure you're heading over to Strange Brew at the drive through window over on Highway 12 or the walk-up window on University Drive. Keep yourself caffeinated. The kids are out for the rest of the school year. You need that caffeine to keep up with them. Don't let the children have the advantage on you. Don't give them first. You have to strike first. Strike fast. Strike hard. No mercy with these children. Spare the rod. Well, I don't believe that, but I'm just saying. And you need coffee to help you do it. Keep you alert. Keep you awake. Those kids will move. They can move quick. you got to move quicker. Strange Brew will help you do that. Want to check out collegecornerstore.com. Shop online, and right now you can get any MSU baseball apparel item for 25% off when you shop online. Just use the website, brand new, improved website. Put baseball in the search bar, and all the great M over S stuff's going to pop up. T-shirts, hats, visors, polos, shorts, whatever it is. If it's baseball-related, you're getting 25% off right now when you shop online at collegecornerstore.com. And, you know, hey, kids aren't going back to school. That means you're going to be staying at home. If you've got work to do, call our friends at Advantage Business Solutions, Advantage Business Systems. They are going to what? You do it every day. I do not do it every day. Every day. I got like three in a row. I had three in a row <laughs> where I didn't mess it up. They have solutions, though. That's what we call a winning streak. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, well you got to start another So one Lou Brown was in the sixth sense is what you're trying to tell me <laughs> over there. So... Yes. Anyway, when you're trying to set up that remote office, they're the ones who can help you out. They can get the uh, devices your employees need into their hands. They are offering specials on setting up your, your virtual office right now. Anything you need as far as office supplies, they are the ones to get in touch with. They can put everything together for you. They've been doing business here in the state of Mississippi for nearly 45 years. They work with Mississippi State. They work with OCH. They have that kind of uh, of, of reputation already. So you can take advantage of that right now when you get them get in touch with them. Go to their website, absms.com, or call them toll-free, 844-833-6245. Advantage Business Systems, they help your business do business. It's Rumblings Day, and a very special edition of the Rumblings. We should do this on Valentine's Day, I guess, next time. 
I mean, it's, it's the middle of a quarantine. A lot of people spend a lot of extra time <laughs> little, together, little quality time together. Um, I think, including, I think including Joel a- Coleman, who you know <laughs> needs a. Do you want to make an announcement for those who didn't wah, wah, wah. do Twitter? Well, do I need uh, to get the music back up? Uh, you can. You know what? I'll do uh, it for you. However you, you want to do it. Go right ahead. <clears throat> Keep talking. Brian, bringing the audio to the announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, I would just like to proudly announce that Joel T. I- Coleman. Uh, what the heck was that? It was me just getting, just keep talking. Okay, here we go. Uh, Joel T. Coleman, already proud father of two boys. Uh, well, once again, social distancing did not come into effect in the Coleman house. And, uh, so I will be daddy times three. Yeah. I will be hashtag girl dad. That's right. This time we are welcoming the first girl into the like Joel how, Coleman like family. It's, there's not very many girls that are Coleman's, period. No, no. Um, but, but yeah. You have you and girl. your brother, right? Uh, my brother has a girl, yeah. And, oh, your brother uh, has a girl, okay. Yes, he does. My, but your my dad. My niece. My dad. Two boys. Yeah, more, my dad was, my dad, of course, had two boys, My me and my brother. Yeah. And my dad was one of three brothers. Uh-huh. His dad was one of five brothers. Wow. So yeah, Not it, a lot, yeah. I, me and Katie were just talking about this earlier tonight. If you trace it just through me. Like, go to me and then go up to my dad and then mm-hmm. go up to his dad. Like, that How way. How far back do you got to go to find yeah, the that, aunt? That is, uh, there there was 12 straight births of boys. Like, you get my uh, my grandfather and his four mm-hmm. brothers. And then, of course, my grandfather had my dad and two brothers. So, eight for eight. And then. You don't think about your great grandparents? I mean, I, I knew my, I, my, I knew my great grandmother, but beyond, like, yeah. them. I, but I she was your, your great grandmother was your grandfather's mother? Yes. Okay, so, but was she your? I'm trying. Was she a Coleman? She no, was, she, she's not. A she was a. So there was a Coleman man there. To, yeah, so, okay. that's what I'm telling you. Could, you could make it even further than you think. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, okay. at, at least there were. If you go all the way from my great grandfather to me, uh-huh. there were twelve straight births of boys okay. before. Here comes the girl. So one for thirteen. Pretty, pretty funny that we. If you announced, go that announced way. your baby being born with porn music, but that's okay. Well, you know. Things have to happen. I mean, yeah, it's so you know, it's you know, it spoiler, is, it is spoiler it is. alert. Uh, well, I don't know. There may be kids in the car. They're See, they're at the end of rainbows. There's right? these there's, there's these two bees, and now we'll just move forward. All right, <laughs> it is our first ever relationship <laughs> advice, our love line edition with uh, with Doctor Joel, and uh, I'll be playing the role of Adam Carolla because I'm you know profane and 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 mean. Uh, People asked us questions, love-related, family-related. We've got the answers here today. Good call here by Justin Strawn, who went back and listened to the last five minutes of the show so that he could he could uh, have legit <laughs> And then I questions. ruined one of his questions anyway. Yes. So, so I, I, I didn't see his new questions here. Let me see. Yeah, he sent he sent. Oh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll do this right here. Have either of you won an argument in the small chance that, and in, within the small chance that you have, what was the price you had to pay for winning it? I remember two arguments that I've won. So go ahead if you've got one. I typically, uh, I just tap out because even when you know you're right, even when I know I'm right, because I can live knowing I'm right mm-hmm. a lot better than trying to win and then making making it you know Hades for myself for days. That's true. So That's I, true. I, I I have no problem um, just submitting the victory and internally knowing I'm I'm right. Okay. I have two where I was right that I remember off the top of my head. One, I think I talked about it on the show, when George Bush, the W. Bush, was elected, and they announced they, they, they were going to give all taxpayers like a small refund, like a couple hundred bucks. I told her, I was like, yeah, that's happening. And she did not believe me. 
and then she got a check. So I was right about that one, and I, I let her know. And then don't ask me how. Don't ask me about this one too much, but I said something about uh, hyperbole one time, and she she started making it. She was like, "What does math have to do with this?" And I was like, "What?" I was like, "I'm talking about hyperbole." You know, you're you're just making these grand statements. She's like, "Yeah, I know. What are we talking about with math?" She thought I was talking about a hyperbola, which is a mathematical function, I believe. I learned a little bit about that in pre-algebra and trigonometry. And I had to, we had to Google. This was like way before Google was really a thing. But I had to show her. I was like, that's a hyperbola. And I still bring that up every now and then. So, so you got two in I got how, two how many years? In 17 and, 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 and a half, basically. <laughs> so that's a good ratio, in my opinion. You're not doing too bad. Yeah. Well, see, see I just... I guess I'm over because I, I just submit the, you know, I just let it Next win. time you're right, you just need to, to dig your heels in and see what you happens. You know, if, I don't know if we get asked this question, mm-hmm. but if I could give advice to anyone that's about to get married. Right. Up near the top is simply pick the battles. Mm-hmm. But you haven't picked a battle yet. Exactly. And, and I think that rarely is there a battle worth picking. One because. Day, one day she's going to tell you that Greg Maddox wasn't that good. No, well then it's on. Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> the, the old saying, happy wife, happy life. It's true. Uh, I'm, I'll celebrate 11 blissful years next month. What do I and I can that? tell you that absolutely, just happy wife, happy life. There, there is no, 99% of the things you want to argue about, you could just get on by without arguing about it. I'm just saying, though, happy wife, happy life. Sure. Annoyed wife, amusing life now, is also a thing. If you want to grate on the nerves a little bit, just to have some fun, just I'm all little, for that. A little, little needle, yeah, little, needle. A little needle. Yeah, all I'm right. all, I'm all in on that. All right. Here we go. Uh, I first saw a beautiful mind before I was married and became a dad. There's a scene where Russell. Have you seen a beautiful mind? I have not. It's a good movie. Russell Crowe had stopped taking. Russell Crowe is a schizophrenic in this movie. Okay, and he's on meds, and then he stops taking his meds, and he leaves his baby in a bathtub as it fills with water. Baby, baby lives. Okay, Dude, calm Thank down. You. I saw your eyes getting big. Uh, that was tough to watch at first, but it was excruciating after I became a dad. Are there any TV or movie moments like that since either of you became dads? Um, there, there's one that comes to mind right off. The, it's it's it would never happen in real life. What's that? But uh, on Game of Thrones, where they allow Shireen to be oh, burned to death. God. Spoiler alert! I I, I literally th- almost stopped watching the show right then. I was just like, that is brutal. Um. There is nothing that that really just jumps to mind here, but anything and anything that would have to do with the the loss of a child, yeah, would don't like to watch kidnapping stuff. And, and, and this isn't TV shows, but I mean, I, I've seen it in real life, like on Facebook and some mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like people have lost children. Yeah, I don't. And, see and whereas in the past, I mean, it, it hits you, and you're like, oh, that's that's terrible. But every single time you see it, yeah, you you now as a parent, yeah, you apply that to you, and you're like, what yeah. if that was me? Yeah. And, and and like you feel it on a different level, I guess. And and so now when I see parents that have lost children and that sort of thing, like I my heart just absolutely drops into my chest and goes out to them because I mean I, I can't think of there there is no other pain that would hurt that bad. So anyway, anything that I would see. Have along you seen uh, lines, seen taken? Uh I will find you and I would yeah, that, yes. that's one where you're like, I will never let my my kid will never go to Europe. Yeah. Without me. I promise you that. Never. So, all right. Isn't there a uh, sequel? Never saw it. I've saw seen Taken 2. I don't think I've seen Taken 3. Taken oh, there's two, two se- there's, so it's a there's trilogy. Taken, yeah, it's a trilogy. I've only seen the first one. Yeah, this, the second one is okay. I don't remember the third one, though. Is Liam Neeson in the second one? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's in all three of them. Okay. Yeah. 
In the second one, they kidnap his wife. So they get back together. Yeah. And uh, they kidnap the wife. Okay. I think that's right. So what? It's the family of the guy. It's the family of Marco from Tripuya. Yeah. They they find him, and they go after him. But that's just a bad idea. Yeah, Brian Mills is not to be trifled with. And by taking three, you're just an idiot if you're messing. Yeah, with. I was like at this point, shouldn't have, shouldn't word have gotten around to the international terrorist community. Don't go near that guy. All right, one of you just has daughters, and one of you just has sons. For now, what is one thing you think the other is missing out? So, what do you think you've missed out on? What do I think I've missed out? Not on? having a girl. Ah. Uh. Do you know one of the things that I have thought about? Mm-hmm. And I, in answer to the, let me answer the question. What have I missed out on? I don't, I don't feel like I've missed out on all that much. You know, to be honest. Well, you have, in and, some and ways. I have in some ways. And and yeah. don't get me wrong, too. Like whenever we found out we we were pregnant, if you had made me order what I wanted, I would have said girl. Now I would have been perfectly content with boy number three. It'd been fine. Mm-hmm. But but if you had just said Art, you have to pick, yeah. I would have picked girl mm-hmm. just to have you know. All the experiences in life, have mm-hmm. daddy's little girl, all the, all those things. Yeah. Um. So, but I'm sure I've missed out on some stuff. Of course, granted, too, my kids are small. When they're when you're under four years old, yeah. Some of what you would do with a boy, you would be doing with a girl anyway, to an extent. I mean, they're different. Cows to the age now, especially where, you know, trucks and balls and yeah. bats and stuff like that. I mean, um. But one thing that I, I'm so pleased about with having a girl is I guess as we get older, I'm glad that Katie will have a, a daughter Yeah. to like, and I'm sure the whole mother daughter thing will probably yeah. be rough in the teen years. Yes. Um, but she's going to have a, a little girl that will kind of, I don't know, just that best friend motherly yeah, thing no, you're right, there. You're right. So I, I, while I'm happy to have daddy's little girl, I know that I'll kind of always have my two guys and now she's kind of got a, a female in the right, house kind right. of thing so for me and it really came to me the other day i was watching some some sort of i was watching a, a video of a soccer game of all things just some highlights and the guy scores a goal and they cut to the crowd and this guy and this his son who's this, like 10 year old son grab each other and hug each other yeah and i was like i am never going to have that yeah you know, my, my girls are just not into sports yeah so i'll never have that moment where i have with my dad going to games and stuff i'll never get that yeah. so i don't think i will anyway hopefully they'll marry guys who like sports yeah and i can you like son you know, <laughs> i can have that so but see for, girl the first guy they come home with have a falcons t-shirt on or something and like, see, just get out and see for those moments really mine are too young right now too still. young but you'll get there yeah though. you'll get there eventually uh, last one from Justin here. My wife usually makes the weekly grocery list, and I go to the stores and get the groceries. We both think we get the short end of the stick. While there is an argument to be made for both, she still thinks she gets the short end while there is a horrific virus on the loose. Whose side would you take in this debate? What kind of joke is this? Justin is getting the way short end. Your wife sits down and writes out a list? How does that even work? And, and, and I guess you're actually walking into the grocery yeah. store here? We're not like just... I mean, if you're doing click list, I guess that's not that big a deal. But, like, if you're going into the store, your wife isn't doing anything. I mean, at the end of the day, you could probably get the groceries. At the end of the day, I mean, like, could you not? Look, we normally get this, this, and this. I just need to get that. This isn't even an argument. Come on. Yeah, I'm... With knowing what we know here, if it's just a list and then you have to actually... I need more. I I feel like I need more information. Yeah, uh... I'm gonna say that yeah you're you're doing a little more here, Justin. Right. 
<laughs> All right. The walking bully. Will there be a third Coleman son due to quarantine? No, but there will be, there will a, be a first Coleman daughter. There will be a first Coleman daughter and a third kid. And uh, I, I'm, I mean, sometimes the Lord plays tricks on your plans, but I think this is the caboose yeah. of the family. Yeah. Uh, yeah, out the game. Yeah, I think I think this is the point in, in yeah. where we uh three is a good number. I think this is the point it's where a the magic number. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I'm out at two. I'm I'm out the game. Uh, what is our number one piece of advice for a happy marriage? I think you sort of gave yours, didn't you? Got to be like a duck. Let stuff roll off. Yeah, there there most stuff isn't worth putting on the boxing gloves and going to war. Right. Over. Uh, mine would be, there are sometimes, and I learned this later, you know, when, 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 from my, my experience, women, when they talk to you, they don't always want you to solve their problem. Sometimes they just want to talk. Yeah. They just want to vent it out. They don't need for you to come up with a solution. So remember, sometimes when, you're, when your wife or your girlfriend is just venting, just let her vent. Okay, well, is there anything, you know, and you can ask, is there anything I can do? But if you're like, well, why don't you do, don't do that. That's that's bad. That's a bad idea. Yeah, I think God knew what he was doing when he allowed you to shut your mouth, but he didn't allow you to shut your ears. Yeah. That's Som- good. That's sometimes good. you just need to listen. Very good. And my, what- my second my second point of advice though yeah. would also be biblical since we're talking about yeah, don't don't let the sun set on your wrath. <laughs> that's true. If you're ticked off at each other, before you go to sleep. Uh huh. Even if you don't fully flesh it out, at least be on speaking terms. I've told my wife this story, so I won't get in trouble, but one time she was really mad at me. I don't remember what for, but she was really mad. I made up a story. I lied. I told her that I saw an old guy like creeping around our backyard, and she was got terrified. She was like, "Oh my god!" And she's like getting close to me just so that she and, I, and she forgot all about it. <laughs> How long ago was this? Uh, seven or eight years ago. <laughs> I just told her about it like last year, though. <laughs> but it worked. <laughs> I was like, Jennifer. I ran into her. She was asleep. Like, Jennifer, there's somebody in the backyard. She's like, what? I was like, there's some old guy creeping up. She's like, oh, my God. I walked out. There's nobody out there. It worked, though. I was desperate. I was like, I got to come up with something here. It's pretty good. I I went to the bullpen, and they delivered. So I guess um, his fourth question, do you believe in being 100% honest with your spouse? I guess the answer for me is no. (laughs) Joel might say otherwise. You know, we did have the question not long ago about – the bug and like if you kill the bug, the bug or something, do you tell your wife? Wasn't there, wasn't there a rumblings question yeah, a few weeks ago like, about yeah, yeah. something like killing a roach or something? Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I believe in a hundred percent honesty, mm-hmm. but every now and then, if there's something that like, you know, your your wife's terrified of roaches and you do kill a roach, yeah, and you don't tell her, ah, yeah, that's right, I remember this question. Yeah, you, you're good there. Yeah, you know, you're you're you're, you're guarding her heart. If she, if she asks a question, answer it. Yes, but if she doesn't ask, she doesn't have to know. Yeah. Now, okay. if you're doing something illegal well, yeah, or immoral, illegal then you're or immoral then, then you're getting into a right. different territory. He also asks, "What age should your kid get a cell phone?" Uh, my oldest daughter is just turned 14, and she has a cell phone, but it is she. It's very limited in its usage. I think the only people she can actually call are me and my wife. Now she can text her friends, but I don't think she can call anybody else. And we, you know, we monitor it like pretty close. But we need. She has it because she walks home from school. So she, you know, that way she has a way of calling us if there's a problem. Yeah. So, uh, Brian, that, Mc- that's one of those deals where before I had kids, uh-huh. it's like oh, nobody's getting a cell phone to their eighteen. You got to have one. Yeah. But in today's age, I mean, yeah. you, you got to do it. Well, now I mean, now I'm scared to death though because I think about. 
kids 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 years old mm-hmm. sitting there with the internet at their pot, you know. Well, we have safety things in, in yeah. place for that. But there's, you know, like she's 14. We'll leave her alone sometimes at the house, but she needs to be able to like call because we don't have a landline. Yeah. So she needs to be able to, you know, if something goes wrong, I need to need, need to that, be able to connect. I need to be able to connect. Exactly. We're about midway through the rumblings right now, but let's move on over to another side of the rumblings. And of course, that means we're talking about Welcome Home Beef. Who want to let you know that right now the steak of all steaks is what they're they're they've got on special right this second. What they're trying to get you to, to buy right now, the porterhouse, the T-bone steaks, those are available at Welcome Home Beef, and that's the best of the best right there. Nothing better than a, a fantastic big porterhouse. I mean, if you're a man and you want a steak, that's the one to get. It's got the best of both worlds. It's got the sirloin. It's got the fillet. You just can't go wrong, and they look so great coming off the grill. I can't, I can't stress enough how good it's going to be. So, what you want to do right now is call 662-418-2021, or just go online to facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef, and tell them you want to get one of these fantastic T-bones, one of these fantastic porterhouses on the grill this weekend, and they will take care of that from there. They'll ship it to you, or you can come by their location on University Drive, pick it up with all the social distance you want. Distance between you and the friends at Welcome Home Beef. No distance between you and that delicious USDA Prime Porterhouse steak that you're going to grill up this weekend. And why should you do that, Joel? Just tastes good. Uh, Prime McDuff, what's the most romantic restaurant you've ever been to? Mm. The most romantic? I have a good answer, but I wasn't there with a woman. <laughs> what was it? I was at uh, Scarpetta in Las Vegas. Unbelievable. Great food. Incredible atmosphere. You're you're looking down on the fountains of Bellagio. They have a couple of tables right by the windows, and they say that a lot of people propose there. Yeah, I was with a couple of dudes though, so yeah. we, we weren't there for romance. We we're there to eat. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you that. I don't know if this counts, mm-hmm. but I mean, we went on our honeymoon to the Bahamas, uh, and uh, it was like all one of those all inclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Several different restaurants on the property and yeah. stuff, and several of them. The, were, can you see the ocean from oh, yeah. one of them? Then it's romantic. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I couldn't tell you the names of, of them. It was all inclusive. All inclusive. It there was. You there you go. All right, my good friend Wes Williamson, who was the godfather of Bulldog Sports Radio. Just so you know, last Mother's Day, I bought supplies to make keepsakes with our newborn. I also bought some luxury pajama pants. The keepsakes were a disaster, so I only had pants to give her for her first Mother's Day. <laughs> What's the worst gift occasion you've bombed? Like, I've got him beat, but okay. Uh, I just bombed one about a week or two ago. What'd you do? It was Katie's birthday. Uh-huh. Did you forget? And in the, no, I didn't forget it. It was just like, I'm always, I'm a terrible prepare-ahead-of-time buyer. Okay. Um, And I'm always usually the, here it is a week, week maybe two out, and I just pay for the extra shipping and get it there quick kind of yeah. thing. I, I basically just on the day of quarantine, keeping kids and everything else. I just so this past birthday on the birthday on the birthday day got nothing. Okay, so. I'd already I got her a gift. You know, her birthday came in the quarantine too. But we we I cooked. Yeah. That's what it uh, so for her first Mother's Day, I was working still working at Papa John's. I was in Memphis at the time, and I was working like seventy seventy five hours a week. It was bad, bad situation. We had we had to we we got out of it like a couple months later, and I was working so much. And I never had any time, and I just I kept put, I did like it, kept putting it off, put it off. Finally, like the night before Mother's Day, I went to the store, and I couldn't find anything that I thought was any good whatsoever. So I just came home, I was like, sorry. I got her nothing for her first Mother's Day. So, that was bad. Yeah. Baby was like two months old. Yeah. So, not great. Not great. Better than pants. 
But not better than pants. Pants was better than that. But uh, here we here we sit. I want to know why the keepsakes were a disaster. Like what happened? That sounds like a great idea. But he said make keepsakes, right? That I bought supplies to make. So I guess so. He to make so probably. Ah, like, okay. His artistic abilities. E- either weren't good. his artistic abilities, or if it was something that you had to have the kid, like maybe a footprint or something. Maybe uh, because I think. We we tried to make some keepsakes on the beach, I believe it was, and and I can't remember which kid it was. wasn't a big fan of, like sticking the foot in the wet thing you had to do to. So you could really, we had no chance of making the keepsake kind of thing. So maybe it was something where the kid do, didn't cooperate. Okay, to make I want to know more, Wes. Text me or tweet tweet me, DM me something. He also has another question. After our first date, for some dumb reason, I assumed walking my wife to the door would make me feel like make her feel like I wanted to come inside. For 12 years, she has scolded me for not walking her to the door that night. What's an honest mistake you've made for which your wife holds a grudge? First off, I want to say something. If I walk somebody to the door, I'm coming in. So I think Wes made the right decision here. I mean, I'm, 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 I get out of the car and I'm walking to the door. We're going inside. I mean, what if she don't want you to come inside? Then I'm not walking her to the. I can. You can get that vibe. If you get the vibe that you, if she makes the say, "Hey, I want you to come to the door," we're going inside. Or you could just be a gentleman, walk her to nah. the door, and if you get the invite, then go inside. I'm just saying, I would be, I would be, I would walk away disappointed if I had to walk to the door, and then go back to the car. Ah, uh, I, I guess you, you just gotta. This is for all of life, not just. You got to know the girl. Oh, you got to you got to make the right read. You got to you got to you got to and and that works even in marriage. Two years later, know know the mood, know the situation, all things. Yeah. So what's your what's the thing though? What's your honest mistake that she still holds a grudge? Mm. I hate to be boring with this answer, but I don't. I can't think of anything. Oh, I can't think of anything that she like holds her in my head. Like, do you remember when you did this? I guarantee, if we could put her in that chair, she might do it. I know what mine is. Uh, For her, the first birthday we were together. Uh, her friends did something for her where I, I didn't go. Cause I, I, we'd only been dating a few months, and uh, they brought her. They got her a cake, German chocolate cake, which is my favorite, not her favorite, my favorite. So, like two weeks after her birthday, there's one piece of cake left in the fridge. So I ate it. It's two weeks after her birthday. Do you know I still hear about that piece of cake? <laughs> I ate the last piece of her birthday cake. Two weeks after. Two weeks! So, like, it's going to go bad. Yeah. I think you were in the right on I that. feel like I was in the right. Peyton Neely says, what's the best fast food place to go to a sit-down date on? Now, I think this is a two-part question. How many dates in before you can take a girl to fast food? Again, it depends on the girl. For the most part, For the though, most part. This is like a fifth date. Like you, and it's something yeah. like you're doing maybe before the movies or something. Yeah. If your first date is McDonald's, you're not going to second date. No. Not unless she specifically gets in the vehicle and says, I only want McDonald's, please take Yeah, I, I eat McDonald's every day. Let's yeah. go to McDonald's. Yeah. I um, love their fries. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it's on down the line before you even get there. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're at least... You're at least a month down the road here, I think, probably before you're uh, taking somebody on a date fast food. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would find it difficult to call a fast food meal a date. Like at that point, I'm just picking up dinner. We're just getting dinner. We're not, we're not on a date. So, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Like, do you want, it's, I, I it's kinda, not, do you want to go on a wonder, date with me? It's do you want to go get something to eat? Because here's the thing. Um, what do you consider fast food? Because Taco Bell. Yeah, okay. 
because I know that you and I have had this conversation before, like with five guys or whatever. We're not going to do this today. Well, we don't have to do it, but here's what I'm asking for this. Uh, Because on our second date, Uh Katie and I's second date, we went to Abner's. Is that fast food? Because if it is, then we went on our second date to fast food. I can, I which can, it's no longer there here in Starkville, but uh, if that's fast Abner's food, is fast food. Then, then we did it on date two. Okay, so and, but and it, hold on now, is this really date two? How long had y'all been dating? This was really date two. How long had you been dating? So you just, how old were you? I mean, I was a senior in high school, and she was a tenth grade. Okay, no, 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 no. This is different. <laughs> okay, that's different. You don't have any money. I mean, I don't have any. I'm talking about like if right now somebody's in their twenties. Okay. They're th- graduating th- from college. Different situation there. Yeah. If you're a high school kid, yeah, taking your girlfriend to get chicken fingers is fine. But here's where, being Dr. Joel over here in the seat, I have a little trouble maybe answering some of this because I have literally been with my wife since I was a 12th grader and she was a 10th grader. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, I get that. Now, if you if you are a, if you have a job, you can't, t- you, this, I, don't, I don't know. I would say f- fifth. Fifth date would be acceptable. Right. I will submit to you because all I was was seventeen year old Joel with no yeah, money. Yeah, you don't have no money. Yeah, you just you're like, Dad, can I bum twenty bucks? Right? I mean, no, I had my own money, but I didn't have a lot of money. Well, yeah, as I'm saying though, you don't have enough money to take her, take her somewhere yep. nice. So yeah, Abner's is, is acceptable. We didn't that. drive to Memphis and go to Texas Day Brazil. I'll tell you that. No, no. Caleb, Caleb Brown wants to know: Is it normal to raise your voice at your children, or am I lacking in the parenting department? Perhaps it's, anger management is required. It's totally normal. Totally normal. Totally normal. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. Now, it, it's wrong to scream at your children. But, you know, sometimes you got to, you know, sometimes you have to let them know that you're in charge. Well, I, I told Katie that the kids need to know, they, they need to love and adore their parents, but they need to fear their parents as well a little bit. And uh, it doesn't hurt when your kids might think there's a little crazy in you. Yeah. So, uh, did I did I tell you the story? I think I told you. I don't know if I told the story on air about, I'll tell you all this story. I didn't even I didn't really raise my voice, but sometimes you have to make yourself known. Yes. And you have to let them know that you've reached a limit. So which I have two stories like this. Which one should I go with? <laughs> they both involve Emily, the little one, who is if if I if we're twenty years down the road and I find out she's been arrested for like killing thirty people, I won't be totally surprised. <laughs> I think she's a sociopath. She is a crazy. She has got a crazy side, man. I, I fear for her first boyfriend, man. She is going to tear that kid up. Um, so we were out. She's good though. She take care of herself. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go with this one because you know, I uh, we were out at dinner somewhere, and she would not stop acting up, and it was just she would not stop. And her mother kept kept. Just recently? No, no. This was like. So she's what five, six, seven, five or? maybe. Okay. I'm trying to think. It was the old doghouse grill. How long mm-hmm. ago has that been gone? Oh, man, that's been several years. Yeah, so she's 10. She's probably five or six. And uh, she just would not stop. And I, normally I just let Jennifer handle this. And, and I'm, I'm, the, I'm the closer. All right? I'm Mariana Rivera coming out. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting it to bed. So she just keeps going. And she will not stop. She will not stop. And finally I just looked at her. I was like, all right, when we get home, we're going to have a problem. And she just looked at me, and I was like, we'll talk when we get home. So we get home, and I, I remembered a story that my dad had told me about my grandfather. I was like, go go to your room, and go sit on your bed. And I go in there, and I look at her, and I took my belt off. And she, her eyes got big. She's like, no, no, Daddy. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, I want you to hold this belt. And I'm going to come back in about a half hour. 
And if you have it moved, maybe I won't have to use it. I walked out of a room, sat down on the couch, turned the TV on. My wife runs. She said, did, you hit, did you hit that child with your belt? I was like, I didn't hit that child at all. I'm not going to hit that child, but I'm going to let her stew for about 30 minutes. <laughs> I came back in there in 30 minutes, and she hadn't moved a muscle. She hadn't moved an inch. I took my belt back, and I was like, I swear if you ever act like that again, we're gonna, you're gonna, I'm going to do this for real. I'm like, I do not ever. And to her credit, that lesson stuck, <laughs> and she has not done that. So, But there have been two times in my life I've had to tell, make, it, make it plainly clear with Emily that if you that this is not acceptable, and both times, to her credit, she has not done the things since. Well, if time number two is what I think it was, the the guinea pig. No, never mind. Do I tell that story too? Well, I, I thought you were talking about the whole she she walked home from school one day. Oh God, I forgot about that. But that that was really not that wasn't her, her fault. That well, no, no, it was her fault. It was her fault, but, but it that should was, not that have been was allowed. More, that was more about. She wasn't acting up. She wasn't trying to be a, a bad child. She just yes. made a bad mistake. There. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about the time where I, I, I had to, I laid out like, if it happens this time, this is what happens. So <laughs> I told her, this is, again, maybe I'm a bad parent. I don't know, but, I, but it worked. She was being really disrespectful to her mother. Really disrespectful. And uh, so I... I and Jennifer, like, I was at a basketball game and she texted me and she was like, I'm, I've had it with this child, but you know, yeah, I was like, okay, I'll take care of it. So, we were gonna do the show. I said, I'll be a little late. I gotta oh, go, I, I remember, I gotta go home for a minute. And I got home, I woke that child up. She's asleep. I was like, come with me. And I sat her on the couch and I said, I told her I, I knew everything she had said to her mother. I said, so this is what's gonna happen. It's like, if this happens again, I'm gonna take your iPad. I'm going to delete every app you have on there, and that's going to be my iPad. And I will sit here and use it in front of you every day. And she, her eyes got big. And I was like, and this was like right before Christmas, so we got a, all the gifts under the tree. I was like, if it happens a second time, I will take every gift that has your name on it under this tree, and I will throw it in the fireplace right there. <laughs> and I will write to Santa myself and say, bring nothing for this child. <laughs> and you will wake up on Christmas morning, and you will watch your sister and your mother and me open our gifts and have a good time, and you will have nothing. About this time, the lip starts trembling. And then I said, I, I dropped the big one. I was like, and if it happens a third time, I'm going to take your guinea pig that you just got a few months ago, <laughs> and I'm going to throw her in the backyard, and whatever happens, happens. And I know there's a snake back there because we've seen it a few times. I don't mess with it because snakes keep rats away. It's like, he'll just have a good dinner that night. And that's when the waterworks started. So I'm sorry. I'll never do it again. I'll never. And to her credit, she has not disrespected her mother one more time since that day. <laughs> so, you know, maybe, maybe I, I don't know if I'm a genius or a bad parent. Send me somewhere in between. But. I think you're okay. Now, if you had said, I'm going to take that guinea pig and throw it on the grill. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to throw him in the fire. I'm going to eat it right in front of you. I'll throw her in the fireplace. No. I'm gonna let natural selection happen with that with that guinea pig. So still got the guinea pig. Daisy is still alive and well. She had to come sit in the bathroom with us uh, Sunday with a tournament in, in the safe sirens. place. Yeah. So uh, Matt Black wants to know. Trying to convince my fiance that we should just go to the justice of the peace instead of having a full wedding. What can be said to convince her? And do y'all wish y'all could have gone to the justice of the peace instead of having a wedding? There is a large part, I think, of both of us that would be a okay with that. With with just getting married and being done with it, you know, 
take the money and run kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> From, but I will say that there are now because of the wedding and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, you will have a photographer and that sort of stuff. There are now pictures that I, I yeah. treasure forever. So my wedding, that. we paid for everything. Like we didn't have any help, and yeah. uh, so we did it on the cheap. Um, like our photographer or our, was a friend of ours' dad. Uh, we we didn't have an open bar. Uh, we didn't have we didn't have very much food. We just had some food. But so you know, if if you if you can, I would if you, I would try to convince her to like keep it small. Yeah. Before I would say, let's go to the justice of the peace. Yeah. That's just. I, I think that's the route to go. Right. Because. Or just say, like, look, let's have the ceremony small. Don't spend a ton of money on a, a dress you're going to wear one time yeah. and, and renting the church all and all the, the flowers. flowers and all that stuff. And then let's have a party at, with all our friends and family afterwards. Yeah. That's how I would look at it. My rehearsal dinner was great. We just we just cooked out. We had a monster cookout. But the people who we I tailgate with, they did all the cooking. My mom basically, we got, she, she showed up and we were going to go to the grocery store and she just handed us her, her debit card. She was like, just get what y'all need. Yeah. And we came back with all the food, and we cooked and drank and had a great time. It yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, that's the thing, man. You could go as small as you want to. I mean, and look, I'm, what, almost 11 years out from my wedding. I couldn't tell you what the flowers look like. Nobody, yeah. nobody cares. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe the bride does. In some instances, the bride and all does care. But the more money you got invested into that thing, the more stressful and not enjoyable the day is. So, yeah, I, I would... I'm like you. I think I would encourage. Yeah, it's it's okay to go ahead and do an actual service somewhere and just uh, yeah, keep it reasonable. Right. Uh, let's see here. Ryan Nelson says, "What are some annoying habits of other couples that irritate you the most?" Um, I know one. Go ahead. That uh, don't mean to step on anybody's toes here. It's just not. Oh my yeah, thing. exactly. Same here. Yeah. Everybody's got their things, and, yeah. and some people. And, and again, you know your woman, so if she likes this kind of stuff, then yeah. you need to do it. You're right. But like to go on Facebook and profess your love uh-huh. and, and show the all that whole nine yards. Like I'm always of the opinion that I have her number. Yeah. If there's a lovely message I want to send to her, yeah, I can send it directly to her. Well, um, mine's sort of like yours. Yeah, mine's like I don't like when I see I married my best friend. I didn't marry my best friend. <laughs> She's my wife. I love her. She, but your best friend is somebody you grew up with. And I can't stand that. It's like I married my best friend. Like no, you didn't. <laughs> I don't believe you. So, but but if if you think you married your best friend, more power to you. I will say in a lot of instances. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I, I'm kind of like I, I got a buddy that I mean I've known. I we were born like eight days apart. Yeah. And, and went to church together. Did everything together. I mean, we were really, you know, best friends essentially since birth. Uh-huh. Um, I will say though that you know, eleven years into marriage, they—I mean, your wife or your spouse will typically become your best friend because I mean, they just know everything about. Yeah, you. that's true. I mean, I get what you're saying, but it just—you know—my best friends are the guys I grew up with. And it, I've known, it really just depends. I've on known your for forty years. Here. Yeah, yeah it just—it's just—it's just different. I just have a bunch of best friends. You're one of my best friends, Brian. Well, thank you, Joel. I appreciate it. You're one of my best friends. Look too. at there. I don't want to marry. I want to marry you. Yeah, that's you know. What is your advice for married people who use social media? Man, I love seeing a, a, a joint account. Oh my god, makes me laugh every time. Like, why? Why do you need? <laughs> you can't even let the guy have his own you know, Facebook page. Come on, I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, my my for married people, you I mean, if you're saying 
I have a Facebook page and she has a Facebook page. Well, then what? You know, my wife and I have separate pages. You and your wife have separate pages. Well, we have separate friends. Yeah, I mean, she knows a lot of people. I don't know. Yeah, I, see I know some, a lot of people. I she see don't stuff know. all the time. Pops up like you have one mutual friend. It's my wife. I'm like, who is this person? Oh, yeah. I know them from. So- I mean, Jennifer was in the band at State, so there's a ton of people there. I don't know any of them. Yeah. You know, and I mean, obviously, I've made a lot of friends doing this job. That you know, she's like, "Who is Brooks? Brooks Cabino? Like, well, he covers LSU. He's a friend of mine." So, <laughs> uh, what an, it's an easy way to keep your spouse happy. Clean, <clears throat> clean is the easiest one. There is not a woman in the world. My, there's a sign in our house that says, "No woman ever shot a man who was doing the dishes." It's very true. It's just just true statement. It's very true, but that can also go for like laundry. That's cleaning though, yeah. Yeah, it, clean. It, if you if you help around the house, for the most part, your your wife will be happy. Yeah, you don't you don't have to be doing everything, you know. Just find two or three things, you know. If you're thinking, I take out the trash, I put up the laundry, and I you know I mow the grass, probably enough, <laughs> you know. And just you know, again, you need to know your wife, right? Yeah, helps if you can cook, Joel. Yeah, that, that's where I, yeah, I, I can help in multiple ways, and I do. Yeah, but uh. Cooking, right. cooking isn't really one of them. What do you wish you could go back and tell yourself on your wedding day? Don't Ooh. do it. <coughs> <coughs> I got a wife, kid. Do I sound like a happy man to you, Joel? There's my wife over there. Oh, you see that? Always watching. Hi, darling. Judging, looking. Look at the baby. Look at the baby. <laughs> I screwed that up, but oh well. If I could go back to my wedding day, what would I tell myself? Yeah. I mean, where do you even start? It's going to be a lot harder than you think it is. There's going to be there's going to be times where you're just like, "What am I doing?" I don't say this at all to be, you know, praising myself. I have a very I have such a laid back personality mm-hmm. that very little gets under my skin. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm very much one that can. All right, she's in a bad mood today. Heck with it. Yeah. See you tomorrow. Like, we'll deal with oh, you tomorrow. Oh, I do that. Yeah, I do that a lot. Uh, like, we don't have, in 11 years, there has been very, 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 very minimal conflict. You're lucky man. Well, because, like, she's very, we, we neither one have a stay mad personality. Anytime that we are mad, five minutes later, we're not mad, for okay. one. And, and two... There's very little that we actually get mad about. Now, you know, there's times now, especially where there's kids running around everywhere, it's kind of a little bit stressful, and there may be like a quick comment kind of deal, and it's like, yeah, yeah. My, my bad, kind of, yeah. <laughs> I'm in it. But there's just it in, in a lot. So See, I guess... And Jennifer and I used to work together, too. That is tough. Yeah, I bet that would be tough. Because you can't get away. You know, if you screw up at work, you hear about it at home. You screw up at home, you hear about it at work. There's no getting away. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, that was tough times. So, thankfully, that's not the case anymore. He also wants to know which golden girl would have made the best wife, does Ryan Nelson? Uh, would not have been Blanche. Blanche would have been a tough one to tame, I think. Um, the answer is probably Sophia. I think she was the best cook. I could go with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I love Italian food. She was from Sicily. <laughs> what am I not supposed to like, man? Come home to lasagna every night. Wasn't she actually the youngest in real life? In real life, she was. I don't know if she was the youngest, but she was younger than the woman playing her daughter. Yeah. playing. She was younger than B. Arthur. Uh, Tony Loper, who is the best damn veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg, what is the best advice you gave a parent before you became a parent? I don't remember giving anybody an advice before. Before I was, I was a parent? Yeah. Why don't you shut that kid up? I don't know. 
I know there's a lot of things before you become a parent that you say you'll never do that you end up. That's doing. his next question. What's the Is one really? thing you said you would never do as a parent? I, I didn't even. And now you've done it. Um, I said I would never call my daughter princess. And you do? Oh God! All I, the well, time. I used to. I don't do it anymore because they've grown out of that. Uh, probably one big thing is uh, my kids are in a stage right now where it's like tough to get them to eat anything. Like anything oh, yeah, you yeah. give them, I'm still in that stage. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's like, is there anything I can get you, child, that will that you will eat? Well, I'm not a big fan of like watching videos or whatever at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. But they will sit there and eat sometimes if it's there. You'll let them do so that. I will now. I I have caved on that. I, it used to be a big thing with me telling Katie like we're not gonna bring like the YouTube videos yeah. out on the dinner table nah, while we. Yeah. But they will actually sit there and eat. And so there are times now where I've caved on that mm. kind of deal. So there's always things where you say, "Oh, I'm not gonna." Have you uh, Have you lied to your children about something yet? Or like not 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 like a hor- hor- a hurtful lie, but like. They're just something that they had, that they wanted, and you're like, oh, we can't do that because, and it's just made up. I think my big thing is usually, oh, we'll do it later or something like that. You know, that that kind of stuff, and you have no intention. The one that stands out for me. But I try the best I can to, like, if I say we're going to do X later, we're going to do X later. So your your kids are still at the time where they want to watch the same shows over and over and over again? Yes. It's like they have a favorite episode of whatever, and they want to watch. Yes, I've watched Mickey Mouse, Clubhouse, Mickey's Monster Musical, yeah. probably six hundred. That's a special times. tool that'll help us later. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, I know all about Toodles. Um, Boodles on Mickey's Monster Musical, though. I don't because they go see uh, they go see Monster Mickey. I get and it. So I they, get it. It's Boodles. It's I get Boodles. it. I get it. Uh, but anyway, so that happened. You know, we would DVR movies every now and then just to have them. And one of them was The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. And let me tell you, brother. That's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's so bad. And they wanted to watch it every day. So after like three months of it, I just deleted it from the DVR. I was like, oh, no, DVR, something messed up. Oh, oh well. We'll see if it comes on again and we'll get it next time. Yeah, I never looked again. <laughs> they forgot about it. Thank God. They get into Frozen after that, right? Yeah, Frozen was... I, I didn't mind Frozen, though. I liked yeah, it. Frozen's it was, a good it's movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> you know? there, I have seen some some garbage movies in my day, though. I think mean, every parent has, so... Uh, let's We've see. got one that Cal has liked on there. It's like The Good Dinosaur or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of, there's, there's some sad, I've seen there's Her- some sad moments. I've seen there. Hercules about 15,000 times. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Tangled around that many. Um, I've seen Frozen. I, I mean, I almost quote Frozen back in the day. I can't do it anymore. It's been so long. Uh, Princess and the Frog. That was the first movie that Azel and I ever went to together. Yeah. So she loves that movie. Or she loved that movie. Um, yeah. And then Dora the Explorer. I used to I used to like say I was going to write to the, pe- the Nickelodeon people. Like, I keep screaming at the TV. I don't want to go anywhere. But Dora just keeps going. <laughs> Your voice recognition software sucks. You know, we really haven't <laughs> had any of those um, TV shows or anything that just drive you insane. Oh, God, I have. Dora the Explorer. Um... Uh, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Uh, I, I mean, it's, there's I something them. like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. That ain't something I'm going home and cracking a do and sitting there watching by myself. Right, right. Like, no, but it's it, to me, it's acceptable. You know, it's not something that's driving me insane. I know what my least favorite episode of Dora the Explorer is. I'll put it that way. I have a, I have a least favorite. It's one where she is reliving something that happened days ago. All right, it's like the babies got loose. 
They had to go save the babies. But the babies are sitting there with them when they start the episode. So they're like, we have to save the babies. Should we do this? And I'm like, why are you asking? We already know what you did. The babies are at the house, Dora. <laughs> You're driving me crazy. <laughs> I used to hate that show, man. God. I think there's been a live action Dora. There has. I know. Thank God they were out of that. Thank God. I don't want to watch. I would I would have lost my mind. Uh, let's see here. Is this about... Okay. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Ryan Connolly says... Not hey, so hey, much hey. A, Not so much a question, just a reminder that he uh, you owe him dinner <laughs> for a lost bet in the relationship department. What happened here? Uh, Can you tell this story? I will tell it without names. <coughs> Go right ahead. Well, obviously, one of them's Ryan Connolly. Well, yeah, one of them is Ryan Connolly. There was a certain someone mm-hmm. that I knew um, that he did not know, but he desperately wanted to know. And there was an Instagram post, I believe, or maybe it was a tweet. I can't remember if he tagged her in it or not. But basically, Ryan, you know, he's served our country. And uh, I think I told him something along the lines of, hey, I mean, you know, you you serve the country. So if she sees that, maybe she will at least give it a like mm-hmm. kind of deal. And I think we made the bet that, you know, if she liked it, he would buy me dinner. And if she did not like it, you know, she didn't click the like button or whatever uh-huh. that I would owe him dinner, and yeah, she has not responded nor liked nor anything. How long ago was this? I think we were. I think we were in Omaha. Also, has it's been recent? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you owe him dinner. Don't don't uh, don't don't screw that. And uh, yeah. All right. You might you might very well know the person. I might know the woman. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you about that it, after it, the well, show. I, I'll tell you right here. I'll just mouth it. Okay. <laughs> I had high hopes. I thought he'd at least get a uh, light. That's tough. Didn't happen. Uh, Dalton Lee wants to know what's the most embarrassing or worst date you've ever had? Uh I was basically talked into going on a, a double date. It was a, a girl, you know, good person and all it just wasn't really a date that i really much wanted to go on but i was talked into it by my buddy so we went and uh i don't know that she necessarily wanted to be on the date with me either um so it was one of those deals where i don't think she spoke to me much of the night uh sounds like goodfellas i didn't really speak to her much of the night but she got a free meal out of the deal and that's not bad it was not a good evening I'm trying to think of like the the worst date I ever went on. I went on a double date one time, and it wasn't a bad double date. But I remember we went to Harvey's, and uh, that we oh, ordered hey, we're same spot. Here. Yeah, we ordered. Well, you may have been there. I don't know. <laughs> we ordered a double order of cheese sticks, and when they came out, there was a cricket. Oh god! <laughs> just on top of the cheese sticks, like a dead cricket. No, very much alive. And <laughs> they set the thing down like, "Okay, oh, we we'll get you anything else." And I looked at the other guy, and he gave me he gave me the nod. He was like, "Yeah, I see it too." And <laughs> And I was like, um, that's a cricket. And the girl looks and she goes, oh my God. And she picks it up. <laughs> I can remember it like it happened yesterday. How long ago was this? Oh God, Joel, 20 years ago. Okay. And uh, she ran to the back and they brought the manager out. We're not mad, but just, we're not going to eat a cricket. There are, there are worse things in life that could have been on that cheese stick than yeah, a cricket. Yeah, yeah. So. I'll just never forget looking at it and looking up at the dude. And he he's like, I see it. You're not you're not crazy. Because <laughs> that's what I thought at first. I was like, Am I insane? That can't be a live bug. So when he set it down, it was already on it. Yeah, and it made the trip. 
from the kitchen. Okay, see, I, I was going to say, like, maybe he sat it down and it just happened to hop its little way. No, over. no, no. Like, the tray sat down and I'm like, as the tray's coming down, I'm like, that's a cricket. <laughs> Never forget that, as long as I live. Uh, <laughs> Ford Polk wants to know. Ford. This this is good stuff here. The girlfriend and I debated over who should wash the dishes after cooking. Should the cook clean? Since I'm the cook 90% of the time, I think the cook shouldn't clean. Uh, I say that the cook does not clean. That would be my... It just depends. Uh, but here's 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 going to be my caveat. Yeah. A lot of times, like, Katie will cook something or whatever, and she will end up cleaning because I'm the one that's occupying the kids during right, right. the entire operation. It just operation. depends. Yeah. So it depends on the situation. But if it's, like, just you two... Yeah. Um, I think I would alternate that. Like, yeah. whoever cooked does not have to clean. I agree with that. Does it matter what side of the sink the dirty dishes go in? No. Don't fall for this trick. This trick that women like to play. That there's a specific side. Just put the dishes in the sink, wash them off, put them in the dishwasher, and move on with your life. I do think generally if we have like dirty dishes in the sink, they're always on the right side. But we've they never tend to be. But it doesn't matter. I will say, if you've got like food on the dishes, they might need to be on the side where the garbage disposal is. Because you're going to scrape it directly in there. But, no, for the most part, it doesn't matter. Uh, she went to live in Mobile to further her education. We've been apart for two years and see each other maybe one weekend every one or two months. That is tough. What's the longest you've been apart from your wife? I can very much relate to you a little bit here on this for because... Okay. Here was our biggest... We'll kind of go back to another question here for a second, too. This was actually probably our biggest disagreement in marriage. And it was early on in the process. Um, she want, wanted to be an occupational therapist. Right. Uh, she had tried a couple of times to get in at UMC in Jackson. And I think had gotten an alternate both times. Mm-hmm. So she hadn't gotten in. She was accepted, like, immediately at UAB. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I was kind of very leery about her. Were y'all married or dating at this point? Uh, we were married. Okay. So we were basically, for her to go to UAB, we're, we're going to have to live apart during the week. Right. At least right. during the week. And maybe, you know, depending on how it works. I was kind of against that. But uh, she was bound and determined. And so, I, I mean, I wasn't going to say, no, you're not doing it. But mm-hmm. I was very much on team. I don't think we should. Right. And she was very much on, no, I'm going to do it. And... Uh, so anyway, she won, and as I usually do, unless I'm just... I mean, there are a couple of things that maybe I would just absolutely put the foot down, but mm-hmm. I was like, okay... So how long you know, were you all apart? It was probably, I guess it was two years, year and a half, two years. Where you, you only saw each other on the weekends? For the... I mean, with some exceptions, right. but... Because when you're, you don't have kids, you know, making an, an evening drive over to Birmingham is not that huge yeah, a deal. You know? Yeah, So, okay. So, but anyway, um, as... She's an occupational therapist today, so it yeah, worked out. It worked out. Um, I honestly think the longest I've been apart, like apart apart, is when we went to Omaha. Like I don't, I don't. There hasn't been anything like what you what you two are describing, ever. How long? No, I take it back. Over? I take it back. I take that back. Uh, when I we first when I so we lived in Starkville, and she was working a terrible job. Like she was working like eighty hours a week. Which, by the way, I don't know how we didn't have money. We never went anywhere. But worked all the time. We worked all the time. We didn't have any money. Stupid kids, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> but I was like, this is not good. I got to get her out of this. So I called a friend of mine who worked in Memphis for Papa John's, and I was like, are y'all hiring up there? And he's like, yeah, yeah, come on, and we'll get you a job. And he was a good friend. So she had to put in her notice, and I 
went to Memphis. I lived with the guy, my friend, and his family for a month. Yeah. And then she moved up there. I'm, I I left... Maybe it wasn't a full month. I left the first weekend of November of 04, and she got up there the last weekend of November of 04. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think I am, as far as like the longest I've ever gone without seeing her was Omaha for me. Because like I said, with her in Birmingham... I could either go over there during the middle of the week or see her on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was only like four or five days right. there. But I went a month oh, without seeing her. Yeah. Omaha was what? A week and a half? week and a half. Yeah. What celebrity do you and your wife have crushes on or appreciate together? Hmm. Is there, is, is your wife, like ha- is your wife have a hall pass person? Does your wife have a girl hall pass? <laughs> Are we going to go down this road with you? I don't know. Uh, I think she used to kind of like Justin Timberlake. Okay. Um. I like Timberlake. That's one of yeah, cool. I do too. He's one of those those girls uh, like him and guys want to be right. Um, he's one of the few concerts I've been to in life. Was okay. just Timberlake puts okay. on a good show. Yeah, by yeah. the way, I'm I, sure I, I would highly enjoy that. Yeah, yeah or I, highly encourage you to go see him perform if yeah. you get the chance. Um, so I don't know if that would be her. You got a hall pass over there, Coleman. Uh, I'm sitting here thinking, who would it be? Um, <sighs> mine's changed through the years. It used to be Jennifer Aniston. That's a, that's a fine. Well, she was on used the list at one time. Um, I don't know if it would still be. I hadn't yeah. thought about this in a while. Margot Robbie is my my hall pass right now. Like if somehow that could happen, sure, I can get away with it. Hers, uh, when we first got together, was Mike Madonna from the Dallas Stars of all people. Um, I'm trying to think who it would be right now for her. Oh, it would be uh, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, she loves that guy. Doesn't like him as lo- doesn't like him as Loki. Just likes him otherwise though. Uh, last one. Her question, which I think is the most important: How do you decide to pick a place to eat? Man, talk about the toughest of battles, right it, here. It is. It's one of my favorite memes of this quarantine. You know, when this is all over with. Yeah. Don't say you don't know where to eat because you had months to figure it out. Gotta watch out with those quarantine memes. That's right. <laughs> They'll get you. Uh, and the thing with like when you have kids who are older and they start wanting to make their own decisions, like I'll tell you what bothers me. Is my kids are like, let's go to Mi Hacienda and then they'll order a cheeseburger. I'm like, why are we here? Yeah. <laughs> we could have gone anywhere, got a cheeseburger. Um, for the most part, I, I will stay out of the way because, I mean, what are they? They're, they're, they're unlikely to pick a place I just don't like. Um, but if, if they, they throw it to me, I'm going to throw out my suggestion. And if they say no, I'm going to be like, well, then why did you ask me? Yeah. You know, just pick somewhere. I don't care. I will say, um, if you want to get help in this process, mm-hmm. I wouldn't always encourage this, by the way. So don't don't do this just to figure out where to eat. But if you can get your wife pregnant, yeah, you know, she will have cravings. Yeah, and so that kind of makes the where you go to eat a little bit easier because, like, I want this. I don't want that. That that that. Yeah. I want this. It, it it sharpens their focus. It, it, it does, and, and it also creates places where, like, uh, I don't want that at all. Yeah, kind of thing. And then there are still, even while pregnant, some of those. I don't know. What do you want? Yeah. I don't care. I will say that like once every four or five trips to the, to go out to eat, however spread out, however long that is, I will say no. We're going here tonight, and I get to. I will make the decision. I'll let them have like four or five in a row, and then I'm at the point with my kids though. I think I'm gonna stop listening to their suggestions because they everything. They're like, all I eat are cheeseburgers or chicken fingers. I'm like, we can get that anywhere, you know. So just, I want to go somewhere I want to eat. You know why? I tell my wife like, why are we being held hostage by these two? You know, <laughs> how did they get to be in charge? The good thing about Starful is, by and large, if you need to make two stops, it isn't that hard. You're right. 
That's, that's and, and we have made two stops multiple times. That's another thing too. That there have to there are going to be times where they're like we're going to go here, and that's not where you want to go. You don't have you can be don't have to be afraid to say, oh, I'm not I'm not going to go. Yeah, y'all go. You know, I'm not interested. You can tell what stage of life we're in with two kids. With uh, most of what we do is takeout. We don't do well. I guess right now, yeah, right it's now all you can do. Yeah. I told but, my wife we're doing Obies this week because I found out about that Chips and Rotel thing. I was like, I tell you what, I, I did. Uh, I've done Obies twice since they've done this curbside. Imagine that's your favorite. Yeah, I do love Obies. I know you do. Yeah, you can eat anywhere else in the yeah, world. You guys and gals out there can make fun of me all you want to, but I like Obies. Uh, went by there the other day though, and, and the. Uh, they were doing a booming business. I'm not the only one that likes Obie. I like Obie's too. I mean, they, they're doing the curbside deal, and I mean, they had a line. Give me a shrimp po' boy. Down Academy Road, I tell you. All right. Alexandra Watson wants us to describe the perfect date. Uh, depends on who you ask. Yeah. I mean, if Joel Coleman's is, you know, first row, first row, <laughs> six rows up, first base side on a, <laughs> at Truist Park. And you're not even kidding. I know. I'm, I know I'm, all, I'm, I'm all for that. I know I'm not kidding. Uh, that's a, that's a tough question. It, it does depend on the girl for, for a lot of stuff. I mean, and dinner and a movie, like, movies are sort of bad for dates. Yeah, because you you're can't not talk. talking. You're just sitting there. Um, so that needs to be something like, you go to the movie with your wife or somebody you've been dating a long time, but early in the process, a movie date is bad, in my opinion. Um, my the, the best date to me is the one, sometimes it can be the one where, like, the first time a guy cooks for the girl, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Have you done that? Have I cooked for her before? Yeah. Yes. What, what did Wasn't you cook? great. What'd you cook? I mean, it was, uh, this was like. Did you, you bake a lasagna? You put it, a little yes. Stouffer's lasagna yes. in the, Is that what you did for real? Huh, yeah. That's what she wanted. She wanted a Stouffer's lasagna. Well, I mean, she knows that I can't cook, Brian. It's not like, it wasn't like I'm it making y'all. My, I'm making y'all my lasagna when I when we get done with this. We get out of this uh, problem. We will eat it. I'm I know sure you will. You. I'll make you one. But do you know, uh, one of my favorite things, it's so simple, I guess, but. We go to the beach quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and I like sit on the balcony of the condo or something just at nighttime, just like moon over the ocean. Yeah. And just like the kids nice, are in yeah. bed. Yeah. Kind of, I know that's not a date. That's just sitting on no. a balcony. But dude, when you have kids, any moment, any you moment can have of is a silence date alone is a kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, anytime where the guy makes the effort to do something, I mean, anybody can buy dinner, right? But when you cook dinner and you buy a bottle of wine and you light some candles and you, that's, that's that's yeah. putting that's the kind of effort you got to put in sometimes. It also helps too. You, you're making fun of me, my Stouffer's lasagna over here, but yeah. I have a very much, in some ways, like me mate yeah. in that very low, <laughs> very low uh, maintenance. Like she's not going to be like you didn't cook, yeah. kind of thing. Like she's just going to be like, huh, okay, it's cool. Yeah. Like she's I'm she's very cook, much I'm, like I'm me. I'm going to cook for your wife, and she's going to be like, Joel, why haven't you been doing this? <laughs> <laughs> they they say that opposites attract, mm-hmm. and, and in some ways, me and her are completely different. But yeah. in a lot of ways, when it comes to like laid backness on some things, now she's a little more high strung than me, but she has those moments for sure. But in a lot of areas of life, mm-hmm. she's very low maintenance, low key. See, I, I agree with Confederate Railroad when they said opposites attract. I don't agree. I want a woman just as trashy as me. <laughs> Adam Johnson wants what a classic song. Oh, that's man. great. That that is a Brian Haydad karaoke staple. <laughs> all right, you get Brian Haydad, Ryan Nelson, and Brian McDuff hammered at the karaoke bar. You're gonna hear trashy women. You just you can write that down. It's gonna happen. Where are the closed? <laughs> exactly. I'm all over. Adam Johnson. What is something you do that irritates your wife? Breathe. Continue to live. I don't know. <laughs> Talk. Uh, uh, 
I have some phrases that just bother her. I like to say like the other day. I think we talked about this on the show. The other day to me is any day that was not yesterday. You know, when was the when was the hundred years war? The other day. You know? Any, so that I, I say a hop, skip, and a jump. It can be anywhere in America. <laughs> yeah, Star was only a hop, skip, and a jump from Las Vegas. You know? <laughs> she drives her crazy. She's like, not everything is a hop, skip, and a jump. One thing that she's not really good at mm-hmm. is um grammar. <laughs> <laughs> like the the there there the uh-huh. your your and those kinds of things like in text and stuff yeah oh and, and so I, I will sometimes you correct her grammar often correct. Ooh, but yeah. I do it it's That's one tough. for us though it's one of those um I know it's one of those needling deals yeah it's not like I'm actually I know it's gonna aggravate her a little bit so she screws up I do the, that he screws up like he sends you Y O U apostrophe R children and you're like <laughs> you are children are you calling me a child <laughs> she sent me something the other day to proofread. And in the proof, in the thing she, where she was asking me to proofread it, the yeah. text that was like, hey, this that I just sent you, proofread it, she had did like three things wrong. So I, <laughs> I corrected what she had sent me, and then I corrected the text that she had sent me telling me to correct the other. <laughs> just because I knew it That's would get good under stuff. Yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I can needle. I, yeah, I, I know where the button is, and I, I, I have been known to push it many, many times. Uh, I'm trying to think... She, like I, I don't ever take anything seriously, so she'll start. I just keep making jokes. It just drives her insane. Like, like I'm sorry, that's how it is. Adam Johnson, what is something? Oh, he already has it. What is your go-to restaurant in Starkville with your wife? Ah, uh, we do do Obie's yeah. quite a bit. Is that the family too? The, yeah, they they okay. love the they love the catfish at Obie's. Ooh, which actually, you know, you know, we talked about Dewey's the other day. If you want fried catfish, that may that's one of the places. Well, the place to go I could to, do but, it, yeah. Um, but Obie's is good, too. With the family, it's probably me, Hacienda. We probably eat there more than anywhere else. Uh, if it's just me and Jennifer, it's actually not in Starville. If you're like, if I'm going to go out and eat somewhere nice with her, I'd rather Anthony's. go to probably okay, Anthony's. Go to West Point, yeah. Uh, let's see here. We might, be, we might be wrapping up here. Almost done. Is that it? Eh. I got a lot of mentions here in the late night. I got, I got into like three things. And then last but not least, not a question, but the most loathsome of human beings on this earth, Uncle Ruckus, oh. wants to know. He requests a video game rumblings next week. So let it be written. So let it be done. Next week's rumblings, video games. Go back as far as you want. Yeah. You can go to the Atari 2600. I want, I want you all to know, though, for, for my knowledge's sake, it goes with the regular Nintendo sense. Yeah, Brian, get, Brian's old, so he goes back to uh, like. I get the Atari Twenty Six. Yeah, that's, is that the first thing you remember? That's the first thing I remember having. Yeah, yeah. You know, asteroids, combat, missile command, stuff like that. I was all over it. Yeah, so, I, I'm a Uncle Ruckus. God Nintendo. knows you don't deserve this, but I'll give it to you this one time. Video games, it is. All right, not too bad. I feel like we gave out some good advice today. Hopefully, we uh, either that or DHS is coming help. to my house tomorrow. One of the two. <laughs> Hopefully we helped you all get through the quarantine as still happy couples. Yeah. Hopefully we helped you uh if you don't have a special someone in your life. Yeah. Get a little closer to that, you know. Give a little bit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit of my life for you. All right. <laughs> uh so tomorrow's show uh last matchups of the first round in the greatest bulldog bracket. Um I'm sure there'll be some other stuff to talk about as well. And on Friday, uh, go ahead and give you a heads up. Our Bulldog Classic this week, we will look at Game 3 of the 2018 Vanderbilt Super Regional. 
with Cole Gordon. He will join the show uh, on Friday. You Looking could really look at any of those three games if you just wanted to. Well, I don't want to talk about game two for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> but game three is the one we're going to go That with. was the best Super Regional in history. It really may, it, it, it can make a legitimate claim for that. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Now, obviously, I don't know all of them. But you had two walk-off homers and an extra the, inning game. Which featured a, a three-run comeback in the ninth by the by Vandy. Yeah. Which then sent it into extras. And yeah. like, To me, I don't think you can top that. No, it was fantastic. A lot, a lot of drama. For sure. The Whistler brings it down, though. So, All right. Talk to you guys tomorrow. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.